you start looking at how women have all those thoughts and emotions if you look at we we operate in five different forms right it's simple our job is to make things simple you know most of us are worried about how do i how do i you know make make my money how do i keep my family safe how do i continue to to lead right this is vivian velasquez and this is raul velasquez welcome to the god money and purpose podcast Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host. Thank you, Vivian Velasquez. Okay, so let's get started, because this week has been a long week. Has it? It's been a long week. It's For me, it's been short. I'm like, where did it go? It's, it's been a crazy week, oh. and if you're watching us through uh, Facebook Live, just uh, comment. Let us know where you're watching us from. If you're watching us from YouTube, or uh, you're logged into our podcast, just make sure you're subscribed, comment. Send us some questions, and we'll be happy to answer them in this podcast. So yes, what do we want to talk about yes, today? What's, what's the topic? Questions. You had a conversation with one of the guys, uh, a woman who commented in the last podcast? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't a comment. It was a conversation that I've been having. Kind of like the same theme has been coming up for me this whole week. So that's what I said. Like, let's, let's talk about this. Let's bring this up to see if there's something behind it. And I think, you know, sometimes when our our friends start talking about something or even our intuition it's it's something is there right it's like something that we need to learn and i know for me this was a, a big thing because it has to do with the way that we communicate the way that we communicate in our relationship the way that we communicate with our kids and it was funny because um i was helping my we were, we were actually supposed to be away this this today we were supposed to be away in an event and they canceled because of covid um and so we got to stay home and I actually got to help my son, which he is 14 years old and he is the brightest kid that I know. I just like, I sit back and I watch him in awe, but we have this communication problem. Sometimes there's a challenge, right? Because my way of looking at time is different than the way that you look at time and the way that he looks at time. So he had a project that had to be done and it had to be, it was due today by 7 a.m. He got up this morning, even like makes me want to choke up and like get mad all over again. <laughs> he woke up this morning at 6 a.m. to finish the project. finish the project that was due at 7 o'clock. It had to be submitted and done all these things, right? Granted, I stayed up. I gave him my time. I tried to help him as much as I could. And the reason why I said I sit back and I watch them in awe is because I sit back and I watch this kid like like do the docs and do the slide and do these things. And I'm like, why didn't you do that before? Hmm. And so instead of me getting mad, instead of me holding in this anger in, because I've been talking about like letting your feelings out and like expressing your emotions in real time, then I actually had a conversation with him as I was in the car. I was driving and I said, Alejandro, like, listen, I love you. I, I honor the way that you operate, but I also see how this affects you because it's, it doesn't, it doesn't bring joy to his body. Like some people thrive with limited amount of time, which is like you, you thrive with like limited amount of time and you do things on the last minute and that's you, right? Like you love it. Yes or no? 100%. Yeah. But I want to let you finish because okay. I, want, I want to okay. put in my, my two cents in so here. Then, so then I w I'm talking to him and I'm like, does this bring you joy? He says, no, mom, it's so stressful. Like I see it in his body. Like, you know, he didn't eat this morning. I mean, he didn't have any time. So I said, that's, for me, that's not good. So I said, you know, 
I, I just need to tell you how I feel. I just need to tell you how this makes me feel. And then we actually had like this clear communication, like back and forth. And it wasn't like me trying to change him. And it wasn't me trying to like enforce like how you should do things. But I was just telling him like how it makes me feel. And then at the end, it was like, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for letting me express my emotions. The same thing with him. And it was like, can we come to clear understanding that something needs to change? Like, especially if you need my help. If you don't need my help, I'm okay with it. So, you know, that's kind of like, that's why I said, like, that's kind of been the theme, like this whole week of like communication. And I know that there's so many articles out there and there's, there's so many like ideas of like, you know, marriages end because there is not enough communication, but I want to just add, you know, the end or there's fighting because there's not this clear communication and instead of talking it through we have this silence and we hold all this stuff inside and we just keep it in because you know we just don't have time to express it and we just don't want to continue and make it another fight you know because that's kind of like what I was sensing with with Alejandro is like we didn't want to fight again but I said let's not fight let's let's have a conversation like adults and let me just tell you what I'm feeling and I want to hear what you're feeling and it was like so like rewarding as a mother one and as a as a woman to have this conversation and not hold back and not pretend like everything was fine. Like it's okay that you did this thing on last minute at six o'clock in the morning. This is how I feel. And it was great. How, so, so let's, let's talk about it because I think that's, that's a key part of, uh, of how men and women are different, right? Because yes. as I'm listening to you, I'm already thinking in my mind, like you just, <laughs> you know, kind of like went on for like, like five minutes of just unleashing your energy, right? right. Like that report that you needed to just my better report out, right? that I had to tell you, yes. And, and and that's where I believe we want people to be the same as us. Mm-hmm. Like I look at my son as like he's he's smart, yes. and I don't I don't make him do things. Uh, my time is based on his time. But here's one thing I know: stress sometimes could be good if you know how to use it. Okay, I and, agree. And I and I learned how to use that stress to actually ignite my creativity last minute mm-hmm. and become better at last minute. But that's me. I've trained myself. I, I know my patterns. I'm not trying to do things ahead of time. I know that the moment that it comes down to the wire, that's what I'm the best at, right? Right. But most energy and the feminine energy doesn't operate that way. No. Because the feminine energy needs to be free, but at the same time, if down to the wire you feel like you're not good enough you feel like you you know you don't have all the information you don't have all the much pressure right the masculine on the other hand is like if you if you look at when when people are hunting there is no planning like you you hunt but you have to be so focused you have to strike actually it's a good uh conversation i had with one of my clients this um (laughs) this week so i want to shout out a couple people that are here right now yeah yeah, yeah. uh mirza greg johnson a couple people who like dan in here is, uh, in the mastermind call, one of the guys uh, that I coach, he's a doctor, and he says, Raul, here's the, the biggest difference between a man and a woman is in the wallet and the purse. I said, okay, what are you talking about? He's like, yes. every man has a wallet, right? Simple. And if you look at the wallet, open up your wallet, what do you have in your wallet? You have driver's your, license, driver's money, license, insurance card. Credit card, insurance, like five yeah. things yep. tops that you have in your wallet, right? Yes. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I don't have more than five <laughs> things in my wallet, right? <laughs> you have a little one. And then, and then you, you, you look at your wallet and then you could, pretty much the entire life of every single man is comes down to those five, five things, things yeah. right? But then you look at a woman, what do they carry in their wallet? They don't oh my have gosh, a wallet. I, have, I have three bags. They I have, walked in here with three bags. They have a big ass <laughs> purse, right? Big ass yes. purse. And what do they have? They have everything. I have right? my whole life in there. So then you, then, then you start looking at how women have all those thoughts and emotions. If, if you look at, we, 
we operate in, in five different forms, right? It's simple. Our job is to make things simple. You know, most of us are worried about how do I, how do I, you know, make make my money? How do I keep my family safe? How do I continue to to lead? Right? Yes, I agree. And, and then if you if you look at how our son, how he operates, like this is great for him. That's how like, his business, right? He is, treats it like a business because he gets paid on if it. If he doesn't have a certain amount of grades, he doesn't get paid. That's so that right. means he doesn't, he, he feels like he's not good enough. He feels yeah. like he's not. That's the stress. That's, he's that's not performing. So that's the stress. So, that's a, a stress. Yeah. so when I yeah. look at him, I was like, it's good that he has a stress because I want him to feel what if, what the real world is. There is no do-overs in the real world. Yeah. Like either you show up or you fail. But then if you learn from your failure, you actually could have a lesson. Yes, yes. And I love that. I love that. But the thing here is what I'm trying to get at. It's like, the lack of communication when there is like when you're in a partnership, whether you're in a partnership with your husband or with your kids or, or a business, it's like this also a little bit more like in the sense of like expectations. And when we set this expectations, like the way, you know, and I try not to do that. It's like with you, with my kids, with people around me, it's like, I don't really put this expectations on people. I actually, you know, I, especially now with all the work that I've done with myself, because this was like one of the biggest things for me was a lack of communication and, and not wanting to hurt someone, the feelings or their ideas or their beliefs, or even me not having this clear voice because I didn't know what I was, what I wanted. Right. But the minute that I got clear on what felt right to me, what made me happy, what I stand for, what I believe in, then that voice became so clear that it, it doesn't come from a place of like demanding, but it comes from a place of like, like for this instance with my son, it's like, listen, I'm helping you. My time is valuable. I cannot stay up until wee hours of the night because it's not my project and I'm not going to get up, which I didn't. And I honor that part in him. But it's like having those clear understandings. And it was so funny because, you know, what, what made me mad was in the morning, he says something like, <laughs> so funny. He goes, mom, mom, just let me do what I got to do. This is like, and I, I feel that from him, right? Like, and he goes, let me do what I got to do. If you want to help me, just go make me some breakfast. <laughs> I was like, oh no, like you did not say that to me. You know, like, if if you don't know me, sending me to the kitchen is like the worst thing for me. So for me, it was smack. like we're gonna smack. But but that's see, the the part the part that I'm I'm trying to communicate. And and this, I honor this podcast that part, is to know that, that that when you are communicating with other partner, just know that they cannot do what you want them to do based on your energy level. Because if you put me to do my what I do based on how you look at the world and the time, yes. it'd be a complete nightmare for me, right? Yes. So yes. so I need to be free to be able to do things the way that I want him to do. But the, so one thing that I teach my son is those consequences, right? Right. So he has to get up early to finish the work. Yes, he, he did. He misses out on, on breakfast. On, on breakfast. So there's consequences. <laughs> yes. And then as long as you're okay with your consequences, just do what you gotta do. Yes. But the problem is a lot of us, they don't, we don't wanna pay the consequences. And then I've seen some of the times, and I, I see some of the guys that I coach, is that we know our patterns. Mm -hmm. We know that we do our best at the last minute, but then we create a story that, okay, you know what? I already lost, I'm not gonna show up, or I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, do what I said I was gonna do. And that's where I told him, I said, I don't care if you only sleep one hour, you finish what you start. Like that, that's the main thing, and especially in the habits that we learn at an early age, those yeah. are the same habits you're gonna take all the way to Right, um, to and, I, and I love that, and I love that. It's like, okay, you gotta pay the consequences, 
And like the attitude that you have, you know, then that's where I come in because that's kind of like my feminine energy that wants to teach them like, listen, like you're going to finish, you're going to finish one way or another. Like you're either going to fail at what you're doing or you're going to, you know, do amazing at what you're doing. And I, and I hope and I pray that you pick the right one, but that's your choice. Right. But at the same time, it's like finish with your best attitude forward because that's energy for us is everything. And that's like, I, we had this conversation. I'm like, Alejandro, if you show up, if, when I show up, when I don't want to show up, there's times that I don't want to show up. I don't want to show up for a podcast or I don't want to show up to do videos, but I still do. And I think like, okay, what is my best attitude for this? Right. Without having any expectations, without having any of this ideas of what it should look like. And then it's so much easier that way because it comes from a place in my heart. And then I'm like, just take a deep breath. I'm like, dude, well, just breathe. You know, at, at the end of the day, it comes from like, what, who do you want to become during this process? Right. If you want to quit, uh, I would tell them like, I want, I finish doing your best. Yeah. By quitting is that an option? Like not showing up, but for me, at least not an option. Like I, you know, I tell my guys, like, if I don't, if I don't show up for me, you look, Look me up on my, the hospital. Look me, look me up on, on something bad somewhere. Happened. Something happened because yeah. if I said I'm gonna do something, I'll you do, do it. it. You do it. So it's, it's important for for young men to learn to be their word. Yes. It's important for for women to understand that to hold the men accountable for the word because I think that's what serves this conversation right here is your energy as a feminine mother holding your son accountable to be his word and said you're gonna finish where you start and then you better come with a good attitude. Don't come with a bullshit. About like you know like you take ownership. And, oh yeah, and, show up. and I'm totally. See, I'm here's totally my match with him. Like, listen, it's your business. <laughs> like you, you, you either get an A or you get an F. Yes. But I'm not. You know, there's there's zero uh, things for me to do mm -hmm. in when it comes to helping him in school because that's what he has to. I, right. I drive him to school. I pay for his school. I do everything. I, I'm not gonna he sit down to do and do his rest. homework. I'm not gonna. You know, I and that's the part that I think that the more I read into you know, some of the patterns is that women love to mother their kids and give them everything and they get pissed off when all you have to do is just let him be yeah. and he'll finish. Oh yeah. And I, and I did, you know, and I had to like step, step back and it's like, okay, I did as much as feels right to me. And then now it's up to him to finish. However he finishes, it's up to him. Like there was, there was zero attachment for me of how he was going to finish it. But now I'm thinking like in all these other conversations that I've had in the week, it's like, in, especially when it comes to like marriages, it's like we have this expectations, right? Or even like with, with we were talking about um, disappointments, right? Like in our relationships, we're always going to be disappointed. We're always going to come short of everything that we wanted because it's like, I mean, I, I almost think like you should get disappointed in life so you could kind of like see like, okay, recalibrate. Like, okay, well, that wasn't really what was going to work for me. So I was looking at the videos that you did with um, a couple of weeks ago with the team, and you talk about how the lie, the biggest lie for a marriage, is that there is a happily ever after, right? You're right. Like that, and I think that's where, like, as I'm, as, a I'm, lie. as I'm looking at the 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 economy right now and where this world is, because the energy right now is so uncertain, right? There's so much uncertainty out there, and I have so many calls from young men who are reaching out saying, "Hey, you know, like." I'm afraid of this or I'm afraid of, you know, especially young entrepreneurs. I've had more conversations this week with young entrepreneurs in their twenties, yeah. 25, that they're like, should I have a little bit of money here? What should I put? Or I start my business, what should I do? And, yeah. and what I, when I look at that is that some of these guys 10 years ago when the market crashed, they were not in business. 
they were you know 11 12 years old 15 years old so this is the first time that they're actually going to feel the crunch if the market starts to shrink yeah so same thing in relationship like if if you have if you have an epic relationship and nothing has gone wrong then you know like you have to sustain a a a punch you have to sustain a um, a hardship in order for the relationship to, to That's when stronger. it's made. That's when it's made. That's and when that's, you know what kind of relationship yeah. you have. That's when you know what kind of business you have. Yeah. That's when you know what kind of relationship you have with God when, when you know, you actually could take bad. a couple of punches. It's funny because, you know, like at the beginning of the year, everybody was talking about how like 2020 vision and, and all of this, like 2020 is going to be such an epic year. But in a way, I feel like it has been because 2020, like it's given us this clear understanding as to like who we are in every aspect of our life. Like, how are you showing up in your relationship? How are you showing up for your husband, for your kids? How are you showing up for yourself when not everything is perfect? And I think that's the times that, especially for me, I mean, I could totally speak on on this like endlessly. It's like when my relationship with myself, with my health wasn't at the best, then I got this 2020 vision as to like, girl, you need to like do something about it. And it's like that. So the perspective is like, what is God showing you that you need to clean up in your life or, or take care of, of your life? You know, it's like, that's the 2020 vision that we've gotten this year. Like it, it didn't fail us. Like it showed us a 2020 vision of like how things need to change in our life. 2020 exposed all our weaknesses. I, I think 2020 is cleaning up a lot of stuff that we don't need. Jeez. And I think that at the end, you know, one of the things that I recommend my clients to do, like let's start cleaning up the stuff that doesn't serve us. Yeah. Let's, you know, what we've done, you know, if I look back in the last decade, right? Uh, because the last decade, you know, when we start looking back a year, you could probably see some some other growth or some other progress, some of the mistakes. You start looking back five years, you start seeing a little bit more. But if you go back a decade from now, you see the the, the change in, in every area, right? So I, yes. I found a video that I did, you know, seven, it wasn't a decade, it was seven years ago. Oh, yeah. And I, I sent it to my guys this morning and it's like, I could see a complete shift on my belief, a, com- a complete shift on the way that I even operate. Yeah. You know, seven years ago when I started the Next Level Experience, I was still uncertain. I was still trying to figure out, you could see that Raul that's trying to have a little bit more certainty and, and, mm-hmm. and get out there and, and share his story. Yeah. But see, that is a, the compound effect of having the courage to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. The compound effect of being out there and said, hey, I'm going to share my story. I'm going to share what, what I'm going through. And then little by little, I believe that God is looking down and said, okay, who can I bless? Who can I help build the momentum with so we could actually create a, a purpose? Even when you have the disbelief. Because I think like when you have that disbelief and that's when God comes in and it's like, okay, you have a disbelief, but you're still here showing up. Let me give you this vision that I have for you. Let me give you this understanding that it's not just about you, but it's about, you know, you and your wife and you and your kids and you and your business and you and in the community and you in this world. And it's like, oh, okay, God, like all this disbelief that I had, all of a sudden it's gone. And it's like, I have, I have a vision. I actually have a vision from all this time that I didn't believe. Now this faith kicked in and it's like, okay, I believe you. Well, I think that's where we... Uh, don't understand the same way that you're helping Alejandro the, uh, to do his homework. I look at how God may be looking at us and saying, okay, what are you going to do yeah. with what I'm giving you? Yeah. What am I, are you going to do with the blessings? Oh no, God, I want more, I want more. No, have you used what you have right now? And ne- maybe you don't need to know everything. You know, maybe you don't need to know how, you don't need to know like the, the details. 
Especially you nowadays. You have to trust yes. that if you have yes. that calling, that voice, you know, that you're going to have to lead or you, you're building something or create an impact, you have to just be obedient and follow that voice. Yeah. I was sharing with some of my clients um, earlier this week. I said, it, it took me at least, I'll say three years of continuing doing the work for me to start seeing that, that I just had to get out of the way. That it was, I was the biggest chokehold in my growth because yeah. the expectations that I have for myself and the, the way that I wanted things to go. And I, and every single time that I create an event, every single time that I put a business together, I was never satisfied yeah. because in my mind, I wanted to go a certain way and I never got it exactly how Roe wanted it. Yeah. So it wasn't until I said, you know what, I'm going to put in the work and I'm, I'm going to let it, let it evolve let it just flow. and see what God gives me and what God gives to what That's the moment that I started just tapping into the flow state without having the attachment of how things need to be. And, so, and this week, I actually had a conversation with two guys that I haven't talked to in five years. You told me about I, that. And they both came back and they were like, man, I've, I've seen the growth, but at the same time, the impact that they, they were able to create in, through our relationship. That I needed back, to happen. That I needed to happen. I look back yeah. and like, if, if it was the way that I wanted things to go wouldn't go that way. Yes. That we have to start looking at just letting go of the attachment, letting go of how we want things to be. And allow just God to go through us and we have to become the vessel, the vessel of, yes. of yes. you know, one of my power statements is like, I'm the vessel of divine truth into the world. Like I'm tapping into what's my divine truth. What's the truth that is not coming from Raul? <laughs> what's the truth that's coming in from my soul? Yeah. What's the truth that's going on from that's beyond me? Yeah. So the moment that I tap into the divine truth, then now all I need to do is figure out how do I implement here in this present moment? The way that feels right to you. What's the business move? What's the relationship move? Who do I need to connect? Who do I need to talk to? You know, and, and that's how we operate. And then sometimes that, that's why for me, there is no time. Time for me doesn't exist. Time for me is like, okay, you give me- You can say that again. I, oh <laughs> I, I could do it in one hour. Sometimes I could do what most people do in 10 hours. Yes. And then sometimes, you know, 10 hours, I do nothing and just enjoy, you know, the, the connection with the family. And yeah. sometimes I feel like, man, I, I, you know, I only, it was only one hour. So yeah. for me, the concept of time, I don't. I don't. I, I don't like I to be. I, I don't like to be uh, restrained by the concept of time. There's no container for you for time, that, and that's a beautiful thing about you. And that's, you know, we fight about it all the time, and we laugh about it all the time. But it's it's just beautiful to witness that part that you actually get a lot of stuff done, and sometimes you just don't need to get it's, nothing it's, done but at it's, all. But it's just understanding each other's blueprint. Yeah. And understanding and being certain about how you operate. Because look, what happened this this week, right? Uh, we were, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night, had to go to the bathroom, and then I came back to bed and I tripped. Like the dog had some uh, so, some, water uh, some water bowls in there and I tripped and you got out because you got you got scared. And you're like, Rob, what happened? I said, I'm, I'm sorry, I tripped on these this balls. It's like, next time, turn the fucking lights on. <laughs> and I went to sleep. <laughs> and I laughed because like, I don't get triggered by by that, and I know that 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 uh, the, that's just your energy. That you know, that moment that you have to get out. But that's that's my ice queen when you mess the up old my version sleep. Would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like we had a, a, a fight in the middle of the night, Probably. out of some stupid things like a like a water ball. You tripping on the water? That's definitely my ice queen just coming out and just like, rare. You're taking over my sleep. But again, it's just I think like. Going back again, it's like the communication, like just having this clear, not even like complicated 
communication, but just even laugh about it because I think that's something that we've learned after all these years. Like if you're listening to this, you know, Raul and I have been married for 21 years and we are just starting really to get each other and to know that we're not each other's enemies, that God put us together for an amazing reason that we didn't even know. Like when you get it together as as a couple, like you become this power couple that nothing stops you because you're there to help each other out and you're there to like communicate each other's insecurities. You're there to help each other through whatever it is that you're feeling at the moment and not having to make it right or wrong, but just speak through it, get get a clear vision and then just allow God to to, to bless you with that and, and actually make you be the person that you were created to be. And, and even more when you are in a marriage, because that's really what we stand for. It's, it hasn't been easy, but it's, it's the most amazing feeling when you actually have a glimpse of what could be. And at the same time, just don't depend on your partner to complete you. I think that's, that's the main thing that that resonates with me every single time that we have an argument is like, you know, whatever you say, I know who I am and I know that you you are also like <laughs> secure in, in who you are and that's what makes this relationship work so much. And at the same time, we're not perfect. Like the la- last thing I want the audience to think that we have this perfect relationship. There is no perfect. There is wow. progress. There is us growing together. You know, there is us enjoying what this season in, yeah. in our in, in our life is. And knowing that every single time we just, you know, as we continue to just have more faith and continue to communicate and know each other's way of how we operate in time and, and operate in our space, we're gonna grow and we're gonna evolve. That's right. And and evolution is what what the part of the journey is. Yeah. I think a lot of us we get caught, caught up with like the image of what I want things to look like. I wanna right now. I want this to be right now. I want this but the reality is like enjoy where you are. You can't go to the next level unless you appreciate the level that you're in. That's right. So you can't you know you can't say you know the clients, the business, the connection, the marriage that you want. Well, who do you need to become? to be there. Yeah. Who need to become in order for you to attract that? I, one of my clients yesterday, we had a conversation with his team, executive team. Uh, they're, they're coming out with a, to, in a product into the market. Uh, it's a really good product. And I said, you need to start asking yourself, how do I become the magnet to attract the clients? Mm-hmm. And not just talk about the product, but why? What's the story that's gonna become the magnet that's gonna attract people to buy your product, to do business with you, investors, clients, and relationships? How do you become the magnet? I think as, as, a, as a marriage, there's two polarities in the magnet, you know? And, and the moment that you have those two polarities, it becomes a powerful you know, uh, metal, right? You can't keep them you, apart. And you attract, and at the same time, the other side of the magnet is you repel. So every single morning, my prayer is, God, bring me the people in my life that are going to help me expand my purpose and also allow me to see the people that don't need to be in my life so I could just take them away. Yeah. So, and, and so I don't have to even discern who is who. Just you do the work, God. You I pray, take them I pray away. for that too. <laughs> take the people away and, and bring me those people that are going to help me expand. That's right. And if, you, and if you're looking at your marriage, it's like your woman is with you because it's, it's, a, it's a calling. Now, yeah. both of you are... are Turn into a magnet. Who needs to become to become a magnet to attract all these things that you want? Yeah, I love that magnetism. Magnet. So become become attractive to uh, to the world. All right. So thank you for joining. I think um, uh, there's a one question that a uh, guy sent me that I want to and I want to answer. And his answer, his question was, how do you determine whether the relationship is worth 
staying. fighting for and staying versus the relationship is already like over uh, because he asked his wife for a divorce. His wife um, said, okay, you know, I, I want to work it out. Can we try to work it out? He, he tried to work that out, but now they're going through the second time of having a hard time. So I want to get your point of view of when do you know that relationship is over or where do you know like you have to fight for the relationship? Well, I think it depends how long you've been in the relationship, one. I think it depends how toxic the relationship is because a lot of the times like we want to hold on to something, whether it's the man or the woman, you want to hold on to something just because it's comfortable, just because you know it. And, you know, for us getting on a relation, getting out of a relationship, sometimes it's really difficult because you've been there for so long, right? Like you're used to that idea of having someone or someone you know, just being there for you, whether it's emotionally, physically, or financially. Um, but I would say, like, if you give yourself enough time, like, I would say this for us, right? Like, if we were in a toxic relationship, when when we once knew love and we lost love, respect, and seeing each other for who we are, then we stepped into this toxic relationship, we obviously need some time apart. First thing, like, you need your space, he needs his space, space of safety, a space to think, to like evaluate things. And then could you come back and then actually say like, I'm willing to do anything for you. And and that's that's a good question that sometimes you ask your men. Like, are you willing to die for her? Because I know like if you were to ask me that, yes, I'll die for you because I'd rather like live one more day with you than not to be with you. That would be like my thing, right? But if you're not willing to answer in that sense, like you're willing to die for that man, just like imagine like when we go through this love that we're all in. I know that sometimes in a relationship when it's you're in too long that you may not be all in, but there has to be a part of you that knows that you love this person, that you're willing to do anything and everything that you maybe haven't done already in the past. You know, it just brings me back to... um that I have with some of my clients so when I said like are you willing to die for for yeah, her yeah. and the and and some of them said well you know, the answer <laughs> I is I don't know yeah the answer is I don't know yeah um, and I asked him the second question was how were you ever willing to die for her yeah and, and I'm sure there was and, a yes and the moment said yeah at one point I was willing to die for her so then at that moment how do you bring it back mm-hmm. so I think that you'll know when it's over when you can see yourself going back to that place and then and then again like we evolve to this new versions of ourselves. So can you see yourself falling in love with this person again? You know, and because that's kind of like what's happened with us. Like I wasn't always this amazing human being, like this goddess, right? Like I was a bitch, I was, you know, a grouch or whatever, or I was just very loving or I was a mother. So it's like, there's been so many different versions of me and you've actually, you've learned to love me through each and every one of them. And accept me for that you maybe you've tried to change me here and there but it's like because it was a benefit to you right but then at the same time when you caught it then you would step back and say like okay well let me let me just let her be that's the time that kind of like i found myself and if if you don't allow that for each other then it's like oh okay you just you so you just want one version of her so you can't deal with this other type and that's i think that's where the the key is like there is not just one version of the man or not one version of the woman. Right. Like so if you if you could accept all multiple versions of, of her or him, mm-hmm. 
and you could actually be okay with a crazy part and, and not just love the good part, then you know there's something worth fighting for. Right. Then you know that there's something that, that you need to, to work on. But don't think for one second that you're going to leave that relationship and all of a sudden everything's going to be fine. I, 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 that's, that's when the, the work starts. You leave the relationship, now you have to work on yourself so you could become a different version so you don't repeat the same pattern over and over again because that's what happens. Right. You leave that relationship, then you go into another one and you repeat and it's, the same it's the pattern. the same cycle. So I would say also like, you know, there's... There's so much healing that needs to happen sometimes, even like heal that part, that relationship. And maybe even, I mean, it's, we've never gone through anything like that, but kind of like put that version, that relationship aside and start a new one with the same person. And that's exactly what I told him. I said, you need to get a divorce from that version of yeah. you. Like you divorce yourself, <laughs> that yeah. divorce your, your wife, divorce yourself. Like you have yeah. to end like the, the old has to be destroyed for the new to be reborn. Right. And are they willing to be reborn together? Are they willing to really do the work that needs to be done when our relationship needs to heal and when the relationship needs to be loved again? Are they willing to put all, all that work all over again? Because it's a lot of work. Like yeah. we did a lot of work. We did the foundational work at the beginning, right? So it's like now we're enjoying this ride. But if something was to happen, if it was this stepping stone that we go through, this harshness or, or infidelity or whatever it may be, God forbid, then it's like, are we willing to go through that, not be attached to that, and then get over it and heal that part? And, and it all comes down to the relationship that you have with a higher version of you, God, the universe, something bigger than you. Yeah. I think that's the, the, the one thing that I could say that our marriage has been able to, to withstand storms is realizing that it's not just you and I, that that God is in our relationship. God is in our life. And there's so many times that we've seen the blessings that yeah. it just makes no sense for us not to trust the process, not yeah. to trust that God is working in our relationship, in our lives. And I think the moment that you let go of the attachment of who I need to be as a man or who you need to be as a woman, and you actually allow God to work through you and again, become that vessel, a vessel of divine truth to bring in that energy of healing, bring in that energy of transformation. Yeah. Then you start realizing that okay, it's it, it's not as hard as I as you thought, but also it's not an easy as easy. But you're gonna start enjoying the process. It's the yes. transformation that yes. that process that you have to go through. But for him, it would be like, is he willing to put in the work again? Yeah, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard, and you have to face the pain. Yes, and and definitely. that's what most of us we're not willing to you put a band aid on 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 a wound. <laughs> so now it's time for us mm -hmm. to take out the wound, put some salt in it, heal it. Yeah. And a lot of happens. healing. Yeah, a lot of healing. Great. So thank you for following us. It's yeah. a great conversation. Well, I'll uh, see you next week. Comment, give us some questions, share this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere except for our bedroom. That's where we keep it private. <laughs> thank you. Learn it, live <laughs> it, it, experience it. it. Love life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.